currently recording this on a Wednesday but it won't go up on Spotify and Anchor until Thursday and yeah happy Thursday how is everyone doing how is your week um I am on episode three of this podcast um sorry episode four of the podcast but episode three of this series at the moment and I'm super super excited because today I'm joined by Mags who is the woman behind Ms underscore Rio on Instagram she is a like just a lady boss she is a boss and she's gonna come on today and talk to us all about mindfulness and managing your career um whilst being mindful and looking after yourself so yeah super excited to have Mags on here today okay um so I'm Mags Morgan um I am 40 years of age got three children uh husband husky business um a house to run <laughs> uh a lot of different kind of balls in the air to juggle the whole time but sure um I think we're, we're all the same in some degree so yeah that's me in a nutshell yeah it's mad though because like you wait two things like one you're like I'm 40 I until like you I think you did a post or something about your age for your for your 40th I would not have like been like she's 40 so like that's the first thing anyway so like for someone who manages to be so busy and probably very sleep deprived at times it does not show so you must have some some magnificent like tips and tricks um and how so like how if you want to dive into because I find it kind of your background so how you left kind of the formal workplace and became like self-employed and started your own business and yeah so basically um my kind of career my day job was in facilities maintenance um I was regional manager for an FM company uh covering the island of Ireland and if a lot of people don't know what that that industry is like and it's basically it's the service industry it's electrical mechanical roofing roller shutters dock levels you name it anything that can go wrong in a retail environment we get the call for so you can imagine it's uh very very busy like you know i remember i remember actually one one particular day counting my calls on my mobile and i've taken 93 calls in one like day shift from quarter past eight to five and that's not to mention kind of emails text messages you know landline calls so it's just it it's like you're running at like a thousand miles an hour it's so fast-paced it's um it's it i loved it i loved the kind of the cut and thrust uh, like you're you know you're on your feet your brain is on fire like literally all day every day because you're trying to organize crews to get around the country you know you've got a a one-hour call here you've got a two-hour response in Donegal you've got a two-hour response in Cork and it's just a lot a lot of balls in the air basically so when I found out I was pregnant with my second son I went to maternity leave in 2015 and 
he was such a good baby like he slept for the first four months practically of his life and yeah he was so good like my mom didn't see him awake like I'd say for the first five visits because he was just like he ate and he slept like he was a dream baby and um then I kind of I know if there's any kind of people on maternity leave listen to this they're going to probably shout at the 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 speaker but I actually was I found myself going from that faster pace to now this I I just found not bored bored is the wrong word but I was looking around for things to kind of occupy yeah you know yeah um, so I had kind of been, been running at that pace for about 12 years and then all of a sudden it was still, no, I was still actually doing a little bit on maternity leave, but I kind of found myself then going, what am I supposed to do like with all this time? And so one thing kind of led to another, I started kind of researching uh, different suppliers of, and, you know, researching different styles of bridal and bridesmaid and one thing kind of led to another, and oh, before I knew it, in the I went to return to leave in July, and in the October, I was kind of launching this um, this baby yeah. <laughs> into into the world, um, which was an actual fact. It was actually more daywear was the oh. brand originally. Hmm. More daywear, kind of funky dresses, nice kind of cool, casual things to wear, but um, with like with the likes of pennies and Zara yeah. and it's just it's very very hard to compete with that um and what actually happened was one of my suppliers had said would you be interested in these bridesmaids dresses and I thought sure look I'll, I'll give it a go and that's what actually took off that's it literally from the minute I put it out across my social media and mm-hmm. um, the uptake was just phenomenal like and I was kind of flogging a dead horse with the 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 casual kind of day wear, although it was gorgeous and I loved every bit of it and I wore every bit of it. It just it's I just wasn't able to compete with the huge yeah. brands out there. So, I'd say it's expensive so to kind of keep up with those kind of fast fashion brands as well because like day to day wear changes so much. But I can imagine like with wedding dresses and bridesmaid dresses like you have your classic looks and they they kind of you have your bits and pieces like your staple pieces but yeah yeah. and was it was that just what drew you into the bridal market just the fact that your supplier had the bridesmaids dresses and then you tried it and then basically that that was kind of my first kind of foot in the door because it's not something that that would immediately have jumped to mind I like I love fashion fashion I always kind of where would I like and where would I want, you know, and, and yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I know my own style and I know what looks good and that's why I had originally gone kind of for the day wear kind of end of things. So mm-hmm. when when this opportunity kind of came, that kind of opened up another pathway for me that I hadn't really looked down. So I began kind of researching that and I was actually getting married the following year. So it kind of actually just fell into, it fell into kind of place kind of nicely um, because I was starting to look for my own bridal outfit and I couldn't find anything that I liked because you're quite right, there's a lot of staple pieces out there. Um, but some of the brands, they can be very samey. So if you're looking for something, you know, if you're looking for something that little bit individual or just not traditional dress, there wasn't very much out there for that so it kind of grew like that way and because I was looking for my own bridal outfit and my own bridesmaids and I was finding it difficult 
um, to find what I wanted and I was kind of just piecing it together and I was thinking well if I'm finding it this difficult there's surely you know hundreds of other brides out there that are having the same thing you know so so it kind of just it kind of just fell into place at the right time you know yeah that's so intriguing and then like what made you then decide to kind of when you came back from maternity leave what was your like deciding factor to to not go back and to pursue it full time um I suppose with anybody starting a business um I I suppose I was lucky in a sense that I did have a full-time job to go back to and Although, like, it's great to think that, you know, you you can be self-employed, you can have your own hours, and you're your own boss, and you answer to nobody, and all that's fantastic, but at the end of the day, you've got bills to pay, you have a family to feed, you yeah. know, you have more, you have all of those kind of reality bites things that kind of come knocking on the door very quickly, so I was lucky that I did have a full-time job to go back to, and a full-time salary, so I could afford financially um, to kind of run my business alongside my full-time job, and I did that for the good for three and a half years, and it was tough. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was going to be like, how did you stay sane? Like, what did you do to, like... Because you, you, like, aside from full-time job, part-time, like, business, not even part-time, but, like, a business on the side, you also have two kids at this point. So, yes. yeah, so, like, how how did you, like, stay sane for that period of time when you were juggling so much? Oh. <laughs> I... Um... <laughs> I say probably not a great word to use for that time frame. Uh, joking. Uh, no, my husband is very, very supportive, um, and he kind of helped me an awful lot. Um, I worked kind of weekends. I worked at night time, and like he was great. He was, he's always been there for me. We're we're a really great team, and that sounds really corny, but that we we are. We kind of yeah. support each other. Like, yeah, but that makes all the difference. Like to be in that position to be able to do that. Like you need that support network there, especially when yeah. you have kids as well, because even if it's not a husband or a partner, like you need like a mom or a sister or a friend to kind of yeah. help. Um, yeah. He's a great sounding board as well. You know, um, he's quite a realist and, you know, and I, I'm quite methodical. I'm a very logical thinker. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you, like with anything, you'll get a great idea in your head and it sounds amazing. It sounds fantastic. And everything works out perfect in your head. And then you say to somebody and they're like, well, what about this part of, of reality? And what about this part? So he kind of brings me back down, um, you know, and just from a male perspective, I think that uh, he's very pragmatic. So he, yeah. he, 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 he's able to kind of... Um, help me realize the dream while keeping it um, achievable if that makes sense you know yeah. uh, he keeps me on the ground put it that way yeah and then when did you so when did you leave your job then for to to, to decide to go like full out with the bridal mm. business well I suppose the, there was a lot of things happening in the company that I worked for um, I found out I was pregnant with my second daughter and the, my boss at the time we I wouldn't say we didn't see eye to eye we had very very different approaches to how we do things and you know yeah. um, we, kept, we kept locking horns on a lot of things and he he's quite old fashioned um, in, in a lot of respects and when I went to maternity leave, he he, he essentially was trying to uh, make changes about my role and about other roles in the office while I was away, and it just all it was all coming to a boiling point, and it had been that way for quite a while. Um, so a redundancy situation came up, and I decided to take it. 
yeah. and kind of looking back now it was terrifying at the time because I was going from like a I've always been full-time employed you know for yeah, right, yeah. I started with when I was young and always been, been uh, you know, in full-time employment. So the thoughts of not having a full-time wage was terrifying, but then the redundancy situation came up and I thought, okay, look, it's it's now or never. I I don't know whether I would have ever had the guts, being honest, I don't know whether I would, would, have, would have ever had the guts to just give up my job and go at it full-time. But because this kind of came around, it was like, well, now's your chance. You know, now yeah. is... It's kind of like a sign. You were like, this is it. Like, I either yes. go for it now or I just stay kind of where I am or at the moment. Yeah, exactly. So I just thought, look, I've, I've nothing to lose, you know. Yeah. Um, and I suppose we were like a lot of couples out there. When you've got, you know, one child, two ch- children or three, and if you're both working full time, there's always that question is, should one of us kind of be the stay-at-home parent and yeah. let one go to work? The question that always comes up is, well, can we afford it? You know, can we actually make ends meet with only one salary coming in? So we were at that kind of crossroads as well. So it was just, it was the right time. The opportunity presented itself. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to do it. And look, if it works, if it doesn't, no love lost. I'll get a a job with my experience and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, Yeah. it just uh the stars aligned put it that way yeah and then how did you so like on top of all that so obviously you were now on your your training as a yoga trainer on top of everything you know little string to your bow um how did you find so how did you come from how did you transition from working full-time while being a parent probably not having a lot of time then taking on a business at the same time and then leaving behind full-time employment to go full-time at your own business and self-employed like how did you then work in like looking after yourself mindfulness and you you become deciding to become a yoga instructor (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah it's just it's all a bit crazy um i think I'm a dancer. I'm, I've been a dancer for the best part of my life. So kind of fitness and training and yoga has always been, or, or any kind of kind of, you know, activity has always been part of my, part of my life. It's part of my makeup. And, and I pick it up and put it down, um, you know, at different points. I, like at the moment, I'm not doing as much yoga as I would like to now. I probably do about half an hour a day. I'd like to do a little bit more, but just... I've kind of realized over the years not to go pressure myself when I get the time I'll do it and that's when I enjoy it but in order to I think in order to get the best out of yourself and to get the best out of your life I think you just really have to look after yourself Um, and that goes from anything you know it goes from kind of debate like the absolute basics like drinking enough water during the day eating well you know eating as healthy and as clean as you can now I'm not an absolute clean eater by any stretch of the imagination. I love my pizza, I love my wine, I love all those things, but yeah. I think it's all kind of in moderation and I think the, the kinder you are to your body, the more that you will actually get out of it um, from a whole, you know, the, the whole approach, whether it's sleeping, hydrating, eating well, exercising, and I think the more you do of a combination of that, the more your body will let you do. Um, yeah. And I just think it's really really important to kind of look after your body from the inside out i know we're all so concerned about what what we look like from the outside in um but working from the inside out i think is more important you know yeah i think definitely because i think if you can't particularly if you can't sustain yourself and manage your busy lifestyle how are you going to be 
that person to everyone else so how will you look after all your kids your husky your business your customers your everything if you're yeah. just like falling to pieces yourself so it, it definitely yeah. is something and it's the first thing I always find like I was thinking of it the other day I just got a meditation pack the other day mm-hmm. and I really want to get back into meditation but it's always the one thing I drop really easy because I'm always like yeah. oh I just sure I don't need to do that but like I actually really do but I yeah. in my head I'm like oh no I don't need to do that I'll work on this piece of work here instead yeah. so hello Sorry, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> Hello? 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 Oh yeah, sorry. I, I, I don't know, I know what happened there. Um, yeah, um, I was, yeah, so I was just saying that I, it's the first thing that I always let go um yeah yeah and like yeah yeah go on it's something that it's something that a, a lot of people do you know when you get busy and and I'm guilty of it myself I really am because it's not like as you said like a piece of work you've probably got like a diary in front of you that you want to take something off the list you know and because it's meditation is not something that you see because it's you know like contained within your body within your mind it is it is the first thing that generally does kind of fall off the end of the list because it doesn't it's not staring at you in the face it doesn't have that pressing urgentness written all over it you know so I'm guilty of that and I think a lot of people are the same but kind of daily meditation even like it doesn't have to be for 25 minutes 30 minutes even 10 minutes um every day just makes such a difference yeah no definitely like 100 percent. and like how did you what made you decide to kind of pursue the the qualification say in yoga um as i said i've always been a dancer and uh dancing yoga it's yoga-based practice um, and a huge part of my dancing and it's something that I've always done um, and I've I've taught dancing for years and a a part of that has always been kind of yoga-based approach as well Um, so I guess I want I wanted to do it for myself for such a long time like for about 15 years I wanted to do it uh, but most courses you have to go like once a weekend for, or sorry for a whole weekend for maybe five or six weekends in a row mm. and when you've got three children at home and yeah. kind of say to yourself right I'm, I'm off now for the next five weekends okay oh, <laughs> see you in September like that just wouldn't it just wouldn't have been fair yeah. um, but what actually happened during lockdown there was an American school offering online um, online certification um, oh. so they brought their whole course online um, through kind of an interactive dashboard so that was literally the only way that I was able to do it because I wouldn't have been able to go you know every weekend yeah, yeah. the costs can be quite prohibitive as well uh, with yoga teacher training so um, this came up and I checked um, to make sure obviously uh, I could get insurance by taking this course if I wanted to teach and stuff like that so um, that's how it came about it was literally if lockdown hadn't happened they wouldn't have brought their course online and I wouldn't have been able to take it up and do it so 
um, I just it was a very quick decision it just yeah. it didn't take decision because it's something I've always wanted to do so again the opportunity just came up and I thought right okay this is my chance I'm, I'm gonna do it yeah I think definitely um would you say kind of from what you're saying because obviously like you starting your business full-time was a very kind of opportune moment because obviously yeah. there was kind of a, a, a time period where you could and it's the same kind of with yoga like quarantine happened mm. this business happened to do the course online would you say you're yeah. very like live in the moment kind of person or would you are you would you have to plan and be like foresight for what's gonna happen or are you kind of <laughs>